Good evening. Let's call to order the Planning Commission meeting, the study session of July 24th, 2023. Before we get started, I'd like to remind participants of some procedural items for this meeting. During the meeting, remote participants will remain muted when not speaking. If remote participants have a question or a comment, please use the raise hand feature. Speakers will be called upon to speak one at a time. Members of the public may participate in person, online, or by telephone to provide public comment. Please submit a speaker card to the recorder of recording officer in person or use the raise hand feature online to request to speak. That's star nine on the telephone. Location and teleconference meeting details are available on the agenda. Captions are available to viewers accessing this meeting via Zoom. Captions can be displayed or hidden using the live transcription button. Following this case uh, study, excuse me, following this study session, the regular planning commission meeting will begin at 7 p.m. And we encourage the public to stay tuned and participate in the regular meeting. Uh, recording officer, may we please have the roll call? Commissioner Davis. Present. Chair Pine. Present. Commissioner Shukla. Present. Commissioner Cerrone. Present. Commissioner Howell. Present. Commissioner Vice Chair Iglesias. Present. We have six commissioners present and Commissioner Howard's absence is excused. Thank you. All right, for this evening's study session, we have one item, um, and that is item 23-0686. Um, it is proposed project-related application on a 15.57-acre site. It's a special development permit. Uh, to modify special development permit 2019-7557 for the north site of the Intuitive Surgical Corporate Campus, uh, they want to relocate underground parking to a new above-ground structure on an adjacent site under the same ownership at 2900 Semiconductor Drive in the city of Santa Clara. Modify the pedestrian bridge design over Kiefer Road. Relocate the loading dock. Reconfigure the signalized intersection at the southeast corner. Add an internal courtyard on the north side building. And reduce total building area from 364,000 to 358,000 square feet. Swap window glazing types at the second floor, second and third floors and increase uh, spandrel glazing. Install uh, rooftop screening units and relocate the employee restaurant from the west to east side. A development agreement is modified development agreement 2019-7557 for the relocation um, on the side of Santa Clara. All right. Um, is there a staff report? Yes, thank you, uh, Vice Chair, and thank you for the description. Uh, it's it's a long list of modifications, but um, I'm just going to go over uh, what's proposed tonight. Um, so I'm I'm George Schroeder. I'm the uh, principal planner. I um, I'm the planner for this project, and it's a modification to a previous approval from 2021. Uh, next slide, please. So uh, we're looking at uh, kind of the eastern Sunnyvale area, Kiefer Road between Lawrence and Wolf. This is for a new campus for Intuitive Surgical. Uh, Intuitive owns several properties in this area. And um, this area in red is the project site. It, it goes across Kiefer Road. So um, this project to build a new campus was approved back in September, 2021. And that was at the same exact time the, the Lawrence Station area plan update was adopted. So we had packaged that project together with the plan update. Uh, so we also did a, a packaged EIR as well to cover both uh, both projects. So um, there's a couple of components in play. Uh, first is the uh, the south site, and this is something we're not looking at tonight. This is already under construction. So this had consisted of about an 847,000 uh, R&D uh, industrial facility for Intuitive's operations, and then also a parking structure. So both of those, if you go by the site right now, those are under construction. Um, there's no modifications proposed to that site, um, but we are looking at tonight is the north site, which was the other part of the approval. And that was for uh, originally a, a 364,000 square foot office building. And um, that's not under construction right now because there's some modifications proposed. Um, if we go to the next slide, please, I'll, I'll just go over the original approval. So just, just as a refresher, or some of the commissioners weren't here at the time, this is what the original approval had consisted of. So it was two office buildings, two R&D um, manufacturing buildings, uh, altogether about 1.2 million square feet. 
And these two main buildings would be linked together across Kiefer Road through a pedestrian bridge at the, uh, the second level. Um, there's also a, a parking structure above ground that was on the south side, uh, a detached amenity building on the north side. And that's, that's a site that um, currently includes a, a private park that, that was formerly uh, used by Texas Instruments. Now it's intuitive um, uh, operated. And then a central utility plant, and this is right behind the parking structure on the south side. Um, and then there's several parcels that are being merged together, so no, no change there. And then we also did a development agreement, and this was because the, the floor area ratio had exceeded the, the baseline. And, and per the Lawrence Station area plan, a development agreement is needed uh, to uh, review that type of square footage and, and look at community benefits. So um, if you go to the next slide. This just shows what was approved before. So the, the south side, all of that is under construction. Uh, one of the other features of the of the south side is a trail extension, and it's a shared use path uh, for pedestrians and bikes to get from the area of, of Kiefer and commercial, and then down through the site. And eventually that will connect through to an adjoining parcel whenever that redevelops. And then it will link up to another trail site on another intuitive surgical site that will get you to Sonora Court and then close to the station. So the, the overall goal is to have direct more direct access from Kiefer to uh, the Caltrain station, especially uh, via a, a bike uh, or, or walking. So um, the site plan is essentially the same, but there are some modifications to the north site, which I'll, I'll walk you through. Uh, if you go to the next slide. So this is the, the list of uh, the modifications. Um, the main reason why we are taking it back through the, the Planning Commission and also the City Council is because this is a, a unique type of uh, proposal where uh, Intuit is, re is requesting removal of the underground parking and then uh, on the north side, and then it would be built in an above ground structure. Um, normally that's you know something we, we have dealt with before, but the, the nuance is that it's in uh, the city of Santa Clara, because the um, the border is right on the east edge of the property line for the north side. And I'll, I'll show a map on the next slide, but um, it's kind of a nuance, but it's owned by Intuitive as well. They own several of those buildings, so it, all, it would all function as one cohesive campus on that side of Kiefer Road, and there'll be access easements that would allow legal access between the, the two sites um, and then city boundaries. So that's really the main reason for the change. There's also some more minor modifications that are being included with this request, just so it's all reviewed together. Um, there's some modifications to the pedestrian bridge design. Um, you know, after the approval, the, the design team looked more into it, and there's some practical um, considerations to changing that while retaining the same overall look. And then um, a list of other modifications, uh, shrinking the building area. Usually that doesn't need to go back to the commission because it's not intensifying the, uh, the requests. Um, shifting some things around like the loading dock, the employee restaurant going from one end of the building to another. There was um, rooftop screening unit or mechanical units in the basement. And now those are gonna be placed on the, um, the rooftop with screening structures around. Some very minor window modifications and then uh, reconfiguring the intersection on Kiefer Road. This was a, a previously approved uh, intersection and traffic signal. And I'll, I'll show you um, in the next slide that it'll be straightened out more so it's better access. And then this would also trigger a, a modification to the development agreement as well, uh, just to make sure that um, the city is, is going to, um, you know, still have the original community benefits that were part of the original approval. Uh, next slide, please. So this is just more of a, a closer view of the north site and then the adjacent uh, site in Santa Clara. So the red line shows the, the city boundary and it's a very kind of strange boundary because it's it's right um, between property lines. There's not really a hard edge. And then um, south of that red line, it's, it's Sunnyvale and then it goes to Santa Clara and then back up to Sunnyvale after you pass Central Expressway. So it's a little 
a little strange. Um, so with the, um, the reconfigured intersection, it, it's gonna result in more of a, a straighter driveway to get to the, the new parking structure. And that's just on the, the other side of that red line. That's, um, that's all in Santa Clara's jurisdiction. So Santa Clara has the approval authority of how that parking structure looks. So um, we, we can't really control the design of that, but we are making sure that we have enough parking spaces and that they are, um, uh, we have the requisite amount of EV charging uh, spaces, accessible carpool spaces per the Sunnyvale standards. Um, so with this change, we've also been working very closely with the city of Santa Clara and county of Santa Clara just to coordinate how this would be uh, reviewed and making sure that it's covered under CEQA. So one of the main changes was that building this new above ground parking structure closer to Central Expressway, there's an existing um, on and off ramp or it's on and off driveway. It's very, very shallow. So the county has uh, is requiring a deceleration lane and an acceleration lane. So uh, vehicles traveling eastbound on Central um, there'll be some more space for them to slow down and access this this tight curve and then access the garage. Uh, so that is something that the project would be building. Uh, the project is also going to reserve space for future uh, roadway improvements that the county has planned for their 2040 plan. That would not be built at this time, but that would be uh, we would just reserve the land for when that occurs later. Um, so some of the the deceleration lane will occur on the uh, Sunnyvale side, and then the rest of it will be on the Santa Clara side. And uh, the city of Santa Clara has the, uh, we, we anticipate them requiring the acceleration lane as well, but ultimately they have the authority on the details of the acceleration lane. Um, and then they'd also work with the county, county roads that has jurisdiction over the Central Expressway. So it's, Three different jurisdictions, so it's a little. <laughs> it might seem like a, a simple modification, but it's it's gotten complex with the, just the, the I think just the, the way the city boundary is. Um, uh, next slide, please. So this is just just another uh, more more zoomed in version of the the other modifications. So um, a lot of the modifications to the north building are mirroring the others that were made to the south building. So there were um, a couple of small approvals, uh, modifications that were done at staff level last year for the, the South building uh, design and then also the parking structure. So these were minor enough that were there be, uh, they were able to be approved at the director level. And um, they're basically things like um, um, window modifications. There's a new courtyard that um, was a new addition to kind of uh, adapt to um, outdoor workspaces and that being um, more in demand during the pandemic. Um, and then the, the roadway access has been straightened out and it aligns better with the uh, existing driveway across the street on the original intuitive campus. So it would all be aligned better um, before the, the driveway was kind of, um, you know, inward a little bit. So it's a little bit tighter, tighter of a turn. So these are, trying to correct things now that Intuitive controls this property uh, in Santa Clara. Um, another, another modification is the loading area. It was farther up north on the building and it's shifted down about hundred feet. Um, and then another one is it's all interior within the building, but the employee restaurant was more towards the west side and now it's on the east side. Um, so those are essentially the main changes. Uh, the trees have largely been kept intact. Uh, actually, about four extra have been retained as a result of these modifications. Um, but there are going to be about three other removals because of um, uh, just looking further into it, one of the uh, the fire uh, EVAs have to be widened. So that that takes out two. And then the deceleration lane, that would take out one on, on central. But uh, we would ensure that there's adequate replacements uh, instead. Um, next slide, please. This just goes over the parking uh, proposal. So the parking structure would include more than what's needed for the Santa, uh, for the uh, Sunnyvale site. Uh, 
about 903 spaces, and that is more than um, what is needed. Uh, also on the north side, there will still be a, a surface parking lot that was always part of the uh, approved project that will still remain. And then there's also some spaces for the, the Santa Clara site as well, because this parking structure is, is displacing some existing surface lots right now. Um, so altogether, it's uh, about 60, 62 additional spaces above the original approval. Um, it's, it's actually improving the parking situation because before um, you see it asterisk by the 822 on the north side, uh, originally there was about 115 spaces that were um, supposed to be on the north side, but they were accommodated on the south parking garage because it had extra parking. So there was some shared of uh, shared parking going back and forth, and that was you know made possible through the pedestrian bridge. But now uh, east site will be more self-sufficient in parking. Um, you know it'll be better better access. So um, altogether, it's it's improving the um, uh, distribution of parking and the supply. Bike parking that's remained the same. There is just an increase in one one space. So that's that's always a good thing. Um, next slide, please. Uh, so this is just really for information only. The, the the city really doesn't have control over the parking structure, but the the look and feel is essentially mirroring the south sites. There's some uh, some different materials, um, but it is largely uh, replicating the same look as the um, the south site, where you have a large indent in the uh, the short ends of the building, and then articulation on the the sides. Um, but this is uh, the pathway that would lead from the, the structure to the uh, to the office building, and then there would be access easements uh, in between. Next slide, please. So th this is just the before of what was previously approved for the north building. Um, you know, is rectangular forms, deep insets. A lot of work was done with the, the siding of this building to save a lot of the mature trees because uh, there's a lot of really nice trees on site. Uh, it was, you know, a, a private park for about 30 some odd years. And a lot of trees have really grown to uh, nice, nice heights. So this is, uh, this project is really uh, retaining that and then a lot of the open space uh, at the rear of the parcel as well. So if we can go to the next one. This, this is the uh, proposed. So as you can see, it's, it's kind of hard to tell the, the differences uh, of of what's being proposed here it's it's the same look and feel there are some minor changes like some of the uh the windows um the the vision and the spandrel glass like you know the vision being the more clear glass and spandrel being more obscure glass that was um flipped around on the second or third levels and it's really meant to hide some of the utility equipment that is um at the ceiling level and then allow some some more um light to come in at the floor level um other minor things like the uh the roof trellis that was extended a little bit and that was mainly to help uh screen the view of the rooftop units that would be relocated to the or to the rooftop um with screen structures in this view you can't see you can't see them just because where they're located on the roof they're they're central and uh they're difficult to see um but yeah, essentially we're we're supportive of these changes. Normally we would handle these at a staff level. They're they're mirroring the the changes that were done in the south building, but uh this is just to give give visibility of what these would look like. Um next slide, please. And then as I mentioned, there's also changes proposed to the pedestrian bridge that that links the two buildings together at the second level. This is what was uh approved before. It's it's a it was a pretty light and airy design. Um, but after the design team looked at it further and, and some of the the fire and life safety requirements, it's 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 resulting in a little bit larger footprint. And then the next slide will show uh, what is currently proposed. So it it, re it retains the same overall appearance. It is uh, wider. It's it's um, um, it has increased a little bit more. The same clearance is proposed on the bottom side of the, the pedestrian bridge is still 20 feet from from Kiefer Road, so that will still be maintained. A lot of the other components from the original approval are maintained, such as the roof on top of the bridge 
and then not have any columns in the right of way that these would all occur on, on private property. Um, the underside of the bridge increased in, in depth because of um, piping that's going across um, between the two sites. Uh, also some, some structural considerations, so it had to, to grow a little bit more. The columns also grew in size too. There's also been some material changes. Um, you know, some of, uh, you know, from like steel columns, for instance, to uh, more reinforced concrete. Um, and then, but it still has kind of the, that glass and wood look like it has its, its wood appearing materials. Um, and then there's some better bird safe features as well with the railings and then the, the roof. So, you know, it's, it's essentially the, the same. It is a little bit wider, uh, you know, but um, essentially it, it retains the spirit of the original approval. Next slide, please. And this just shows a better view of the pedestrian bridge. Uh, it's shown the, the dark line right there. So it's it hasn't really changed uh, locations. There's just been some minor adjustments to the stairs. Uh, like whereas before there was, um, you know, more of a, a straight run for the stairs. Now it's more of a switchback design. Uh, so these are just some of the building code adjustments that have been made since. But um, overall, the concept is still the same. It would still allow intuitive employees to access both sites through the, the bridge. Next slide. Uh, so this is the, the last slide. So um, we we had an outreach meeting. Uh, the applicant held an outreach meeting. There's about four uh, members of the public that were there. Uh, most of them were from the uh, adjoining residential community across the, the railroad tracks, across from the south side. So their, their concerns were, were mainly focused on some of the construction impacts um, that's been going on. And uh, Intuitive is, is working with them directly to uh, address some of their concerns. Um, but about the proposal, they, they really didn't have any comments about the, the north site changes. And uh, we've been doing, you know, constant um, coordination with uh, both the city of Santa Clara and then county of Santa Clara Rosen airports uh, to really look at the proposal, make sure that um, some of the traffic considerations in particular are, are addressed, and then that the project still covered under, under CEQA uh, for their jurisdiction. And um, what we are doing is we're doing an addendum to the, the EIR that was done at that time just to, to document the changes that have occurred since. So uh, sometime in the fall, we'll be scheduling uh, planning commission and council hearings. It'll have to go back to the council because of the development agreement modification. Uh, we need to go back to them. Um, so when we take it to the planning commission, it'll be a, a recommendation. Um, but that uh, that concludes the, the comments. And uh, the applicant also has, uh, he does not have a PowerPoint, but he'll be, uh, just give me a verbal overview. All right, thank you. Uh, thanks, Mr. Schroeder. Um, at this time, I'm gonna uh, allow the commissioners to give feedback, ask questions. Um, as a reminder to my fellow colleagues, uh, please use the raise hand feature to indicate that you'd wish to speak. And we'll begin with Commissioner Howe. Thank you. <clears throat> George, the, the bridge, now that it's redesigned and there's a switchback thing, is it fully ADA compliant? Yes, yes, yeah, required to be. Thank ADA. you. And you'll have a condition of approval when it comes to the planning commission that the Santa Clara has to approve the parking. How are you gonna handle that? Yeah, so it's a separate process with Santa Clara and uh, the applicants working concurrently with the city right now. It's, it's a design review and use permit that they have. And that's really what's needed to permit the, the parking structure on their side. Um, so, so yes. Sunnyvale's not going to build the buildings and then the right. parking not be approved. Yes. So that's that's one of the conditions is that the the build the parking structure would have to be approved before the north site building is is occupied. Super. Thank you very yes. much. All right. Thank you. Uh, and next we have Commissioner Cerrone. Uh, thanks, Vice Chair. Um, I guess I, I was uh, a little confused. Was the um, uh, Lawrence Station area plan expanded to include this this property? Yes. So that that was all done at the same time, where um, the boundaries were expanded to the west to include these these two sites. Um, so I, I was um, 
Glad to see the open space was uh, preserved. This, I guess, was a, a private park for National Semiconductor and then later Texas Instruments. Um, well, um, I'm just curious, are, are there any city regulations? This is, even though it's a private park, it's city open space. Could they have paved it over if they wanted? Are there any regulations or requirements? Uh, well, there, there's landscaping requirements, and you know uh, that that need to be made, and and that was one of the big components of the original approval was that, you know, most of the floor area goes on the south site where there really wasn't much of the existing landscaping. It was the Mohawk chemical site, um, so uh, in intuitive, the the applicant was very aware and cognizant of retaining that open space too, and and wanting to have a smaller footprint on the south site to really uh, take advantage of the existing open space and trees. We, we would have had an issue if, if there was a large scale removal of trees or just paving. Um, and that would have, you know, played consideration in the original approval. Um, thanks. Uh, on this, uh, the outreach meeting on July 12th, I, I guess you answered who attended that, which was one question I had. Uh, it's kind of a side issue, but and Sean isn't here, I'm wondering if the planning commission commissioners could be notified when there's an outreach meeting like this for something that's coming before the commission, but I guess we can address that at a later um, meeting. Uh, if I look at the uh, points, if I can see the points property is lead platinum proposed for the North building. Uh, well, I believe the, the requirement is gold. I think the, the applicant can speak more to what's currently being proposed. Okay. And um, Commissioner Howe asked my question about the parking. If uh, Santa Clara rejects the parking, it sounds like that that's being handled. And the, um, so the private road, uh, it's a private owned road, but is it, uh, is there a gate or something there or? Yes, yeah, so there there would be a gate uh, about midway through the the road, so that would prohibit the uh, the through traffic from from Central Expressway to Kiefer Road. It'd really just be open for intuitive employees to access the the broader campus on that side of the road and also the parking garage. Uh, so that was one of the things that the the county wanted to ensure in, in Santa Clara that you you couldn't have the you know the vehicle access in in between those two roads. And the intersection you're adding on Kiefer, that's because of all the traffic you expect in and out of that. Yeah, so that was part garage. of, um, there's there's a lot of uh, projects that Intuitive has in the area, but there was one approved in 2016 for a, a couple of new office buildings. And uh, one of them was built and the second one is, is about to be built. Um, but part of that approval was to do a new intersection. It was basically to relocate it from more mid-block on Kiefer to this this location um, has really yeah to accommodate the additional traffic and and this would have this would also allow safer access into the north site and um, with acquisition of this property allows the the roadway to be straightened out more so it's it's a it's a better design intersection in our our opinion. Yeah. Um, you know the deceleration lane or well mostly deceleration lane for the on the uh, South side, you're able. They're able to do that without taking trees out. Didn't seem like there's much room there. Yeah, so it's it's uh, there's some existing uh, space and it's it's shaving off uh, a small portion, and that's that's something we're still working out with the the county. But just conceptually, it looks like there's about one tree that would be impacted on the the Sunnyvale side side. I believe there's about seven on the Santa Clara side. Hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, that was that was one of our concerns too. Is that making sure that there would be, you know, not be a, a wholesale removal of trees because there are a lot of nice ones along, yes, along Central. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, given the uh, close proximity to uh, a longtime semiconductor company, are there soil or groundwater contamination issues? Have, has this been tested or is that a concern? Yes, so that that's been ongoing with the water board, uh, more so with the south site. Uh, there there was you know a lot of historic contamination, and and that was something that we had worked pretty closely with the applicant and the water board to make sure that they were okay with the, the mitigation plan and 
that'd be the same case with the north side as well. There's uh, conditions with the original approval to make sure that we have the appropriate regulatory oversight to make sure that um, they approve of the site management plan, how things are uh, properly, you know, soils is off hauled and, and things like that. So, um, yeah, that's something we'll be asking for when the, the, the building comes through in the building permit stage. Um, I guess the only other thing was uh, uh, the trail. You mentioned the trail, and I, I'm having a little hard, a little trouble picturing where this trail is. It's a long kyfer between commercial and. Uh... Sure. Yes. Um, if we could bring up the PowerPoint, I think on the uh, slide two would probably be a good one. Yeah, so around, you know, where uh, Commercial Street meets Kiefer, uh, and then a little bit to the west, that's where the trailhead would be. And then that would be along the the west side of the south side. And then it would go along the, the whole south side of the property along the, the tracks. And then it would uh, end at the, the east property line of the south side. Eventually, that will be carried through. Um, there's another parcel that uh, is between the south side and then another intuitive uh, sites to the to the east east of that warehouse. And there's already a trail on that site, and it would link up to have direct access out to Sonora Court. And then through Sonora Court, you can get to the station from there. Right. And you know, there's uh, that's all in the Lawrence Station area plan area. And um, you know, sidewalks would be proposed as those properties redevelop. Uh, on bike, you could have a, a straight shot right to the station, but it's all about trying to get um, more direct access to the the Caltrain station. But um, this just shows like the the broader, just kind of the broader context. But uh, eventually, it'll, it'll all come together, and it's it's nice to see some some pieces coming through now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, thank you. That's all I had. Thank you, Commissioner Cerrone. Uh, next, we have Chair Pine. Thank you, and thank you for that presentation. Uh, to Commissioner Cerrone's question, I'd also just like to add that if you look at that, if you go and look in the Lawrence Station Area Plan amendments, there's a nice diagram of what the trail and the pedestrian and bicycle circulation are going to look like at full build out. So, if you go back and look at that, that you can kind of see it visualized there uh but my question and this was kind of just a stepping a bit back kind of just more of a kind of broader poly a broader i guess how our policies are implemented question uh i know the city as a city we have parking we have parking requirements on cert on various types of development and we went through what the requirements on this development are is there precedent for having the requirements met by another by a non-Sunnyvale development? And how are like our policies kind of worded with respect to that happening? I'm just like I'm not really questioning whether or not it's a good idea per se. I'm just kind of curious how we've how it's actually kind of written. Yes, I, I don't think there's anything written because this is something that never really happens. I think this is the first time we've had it. We've had uh, recent examples of, you know, parking being across property lines or across the street, but it's just like the, with this project, but it's all, you know, within the city boundaries. So, um, yeah, this is, I think, another reason why we wanted to bring it back to the council as well, because it is uh, something that we haven't really dealt with before, but um it's happened in other nearby cities. Uh, you know, Valley Fair is an example where you have San Jose and, and Santa Clara that kind of splits the, the difference between. Um, and you know, we we've been working closely with the with Santa Clara and the county as well, just to make sure that they're comfortable with this concept as well. Um, you know, we've we've spent about a year uh, having a lot of discussions on it. Um, but we we're we're pretty confident through the the use of the access easements and then the conditions about you know not being able to occupy the north building until the um, uh, the parking structure is built, uh, and that's something that that Intuitive is is happy to do. They actually will say are saying that 
the garage would be built first anyway, just because it's just not going to take as long as the, the north building to construct. Um, but yes, we we did have this this original question when we got this application, but um, at this point we're we're pretty comfortable with it. Yeah, I think we've covered and and particularly with Commissioner Howe's question about making sure that the parking actually does get built from our side. And then the flip side of that, that I'd also be concerned is making sure that nobody's going to try to make some kind of argument that it doesn't count for the parking requirements and they have to produce 800 additional units of parking, which I would be moderately horrified by. Mm -hmm. That's what I had. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Chair Pine. Uh, next, we have Commissioner Shukla. Thank you. Thank you for the presentation. Um, I have a question about the uh, specific uh, the conditions you had when they came in nine, 2019 or 20, correct? So that time, the trail and uh, dedication to trail and pedestrian path was in plan. But that that time, the North Building was not in the picture. Is that right? Um, it was the North Building was always part of it, um, but at that time the North Building it, it was proposed with underground parking, and that's 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 the main change is that uh, it, Intuitive is is trying not to do the underground parking and then build this above ground parking instead. Um, but the trail that's that's all remained the same that's uh, untouched because that was part of the uh, the south side, and that's that's not part of the uh, modification. So uh, can we have like I mean. Um, what about the when when they are making the other offices in the north buildings? Uh, can we like what are the social good like community benefits for the this building? Uh, uh, along with the trails, is there like I know there is a public path improvement on the Kaifer, and there are certain things. Mm -hmm. But um, did you consider like other things uh, with because there is a big the green space behind i mean it's public is not allowed there um what about the other benefits like maybe uh i don't know i mean just curious have you considered that? uh yes i think most of the benefits would be fiscal just to make sure that you know because we make sure we have you know the because we would be losing construction tax with with not building this structure in in sunnyvale so i think those would be really the, the main things we did look at, you know, a, a trail potential on the north side originally, but it, it doesn't connect to any other Sunnyvale properties or any other planned trails. Um, it's just just kind of a neat, unique location where it's like right on the border with Santa Clara. And, you know, we can't really control what's what's happening on that side with regard to a trail. Um, but but yeah, that's just that's still um, something that you know is is being discussed with the applicant. Yeah, I know. I'm just uh, this is more like for I mean, there is a uh, the over over bridge is going and it would have been wonderful to have public uh, community just as a destination point or mm -hmm. somehow benefit get benefits of that bridge because it's beautiful bridge and uh, only the employees will be traveling so it would have been wonderful to like design something that have a spiral i don't know but just have community just go for just view or something i i don't know this is just the maybe if we have any option to have talk about uh, other benefits maybe that could be considered that's just um suggestions or comment sure you know we yeah appreciate those comments um yeah I, I know that we are still having the the discussions with the applicant for the the development agreements as well in, in terms of you know the terms it might be challenging to have public access because that was not really any part of the approval and there's some security considerations with having uh, the public uh, access the area because uh, the entrances go right into the the, the inside of the building uh, for intuitive and um, there there's some considerations about that for for security purposes. Um, but uh, yes, I I think we understand the the nature of your comment. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. All right, thank you, uh, Commissioner Shukla. Uh, there's still uh, okay, Commissioner Davis, please. Uh, thank you, Vice Chair. Uh, thank you for the presentation. Uh, I have a couple of questions. If I'm reading the map correctly, if you could just confirm to me, it looks like all the vehicle ingress and egress are not within our city. Yes, um, 
if we can go back to the the slide, um, gets... I think it's six. Okay, thank you. But yes, it, it would all be occurring on the Santa Clara side. Uh, originally, it uh, was kind of the driveway was partially in Santa Clara and then partially in in Sunnyvale. Mm -hmm. But now it's all uh, so. If you can look at the lower right, um, right along the red line, that's the gray kind of gray driveway. Um, yeah, that's that's where all the ingress and egress would would occur. So um, there is a, a another driveway just to the west, and that is really for the the visitor parking. There's a small visitor lot for, uh, right there. Um, so that's that's where that parking lot would mainly be accessed, and then for also emergency vehicles as well. Uh, this driveway would connect to um, the main one that gets to the parking structure. Uh, thank you. I was also taking a look at uh, Google Maps pretty closely on this. Uh, maybe this is better for the applicant. It, it seems like this parcel is largely unused at the moment. Um, but more about the parking. Uh, do we know it, my initial take on looking at Google Maps and then looking at these diagrams is that there's not actually any new land that's going to be covered by parking with this proposal? Surface parking, no, it would be, you know, just replacing some of the existing surface parking in this area with the, the new parking structure and then landscaping. Uh, there's there's some renovations that are going on in those existing buildings. And the applicant can speak more about that, but they're they're kind of revamping this part of the um this part of the part of the Santa Clara side of their their campus. And uh, one final question. Uh, I, I'm worried about um, the deceleration lane, acceleration lane, the changes on Central Expressway uh, and the timing of those. Um, is there a way for us to ensure that that happens before the North Building opens? I have the same concerns that we have with the parking. Yes, I mean, we haven't worked out those details yet because we're still talking to the county, but I mean, I, I think that makes sense. Um, you know, it's something we can bring up to them and they they might want that anyway, just to, um, yeah, because it's, it's part of the package. That, that was the whole reason why they had asked for the decel and acceleration lanes because of parking structures now mm -hmm. uh, much more accessible from the, the, the expressway. So um, yeah, that's, that's something we'll have to confirm with them. Uh, thank you. That's all my questions. Thank you. Thank you, Commissioner Davis. Uh, Vice Chair's only comments are, um, I think that it's a quality presentation. I uh, appreciate that. Um, I don't think that the changes are so substantial that um, I've got no qualms with them. I think it's a good design and um, I have no reason but to support it. Um, at this point, uh, seeing no hands raised amongst commissioners, I will open the uh, public comment on the specific item. Members of the public wishing to address the address the planning commission, please submit a speaker card to the recording officer who will use the raise hand feature or use the raise hand button now or dial star nine on a telephone to indicate you wish to speak. We'll call members of the public uh, participating in person first. Uh, and then the recording officer will ask remote participants to unmute their microphone when it is their turn to address the planning commission. All right, um, let me just make sure that I've got yours. So first one that I have is I'm Adam Seymour. Uh, okay. A parliamentary inquiry. Uh, do we start with the applicant presentation? Uh, yes, yeah, so this is the applicant. Uh, this is but the uh, time-wise. Sort of. okay. I don't want to limit the applicant to three minutes. Okay. Yeah, so you, you'll have 10 minutes to speak. Thank you. Um, thank you, Chairperson Pine, Vice Chairperson Iglesias, and fellow um, commissioners. Um, oh, yes, there you go. <laughs> um, just want to say thank you for this study session today. We really appreciate the city's attention uh, to this project. My name is Adam Seymour. I'm with Intuitive Surgical. I'm one of the individuals who's leading up the development of our global headquarters here in Sunnyvale of the South Building and the North Building that was shown um, previously. Um, just want to express our excitement to continue to grow here in Sunnyvale as we currently occupy roughly 100 acres in Sunnyvale um, through 15 buildings. Uh, the development of our South Building and our North Building um, will be a hub for our R&D and innovation and our continued growth. 
um, in the industry and also our continued growth in Sunnyvale and our partnership with the city, city of Sunnyvale. Uh, so really just want to express our gratitude here. And I'd actually like to invite our team member, Eric Morley, up that can provide a little bit more clarity on some of the questions that I think uh, the commissioners may have. Thank you. Great. Thank you, Adam. Eric Morley with the Morley Brothers on behalf of Intuitive. Thank you again. As Adam said, I very much appreciate the partnership. We've been working very closely with the city for many, many years uh, to enable um, Intuitive to continue to, to grow and thrive uh, in Sunnyvale. And that's been a partnership with the city. And we're very grateful for that. Um, really just available to answer you know, any questions that you might have. I will only say that you know we um, we spent considerable time when the entire package was approved, including the South Building, the North Building, and the bridge back in 2021. Really looking at that at that North site, and it was a a mission of the company, and I think a, an imperative for the city that we preserve as much of that open space and as many of those trees. And that's been a a singular focus and goal of ours. We typically don't build underground parking. Um, the city's approved uh, two uh, structures of ours, uh, Central and Wolf around the corner, uh, as well as uh, as Fortinet uh, on the way. And so we looked at structured parking originally on the north site, and it became very clear early on that that would have interrupted this very serene environment. And so we had the underground parking. We did not at the time own the property adjacent. Had we, we would have proposed uh, you know, structured parking there. So uh, that opportunity arose and we've taken this opportunity to simply kind of clean up or align the North building with the positive changes that we've made to the design on the South building over time. And so again, just wanted to thank the commission and we'll close from there. Thank you. Thank you so much for your presentation. Under three minutes. Yes. Okay, thanks. Um, at this point, I'm going to open it up to the commissioners first, and then after that, I'll open it up to the public. All right. Uh, Chair Pine, please. Uh, yeah. Uh, you actually mostly answered my question, which was going to have been uh, basically what made you decide to switch to above-ground parking, parking rather than underground parking, because I... I do think it is generally nice to try to under from an aesthetic perspective, generally nice to try to underground parking when possible, not necessarily from a, I know that's not true from a financial perspective, but I, but yeah, you, I, I would just like, so I'd actually just like to thank you for kind of preemptively answering that question. Uh, uh, and I know this is a little out of our jurisdiction, but I would encourage you to just have some kind of art or something on the above ground parking structure to kind of just not make it just kind of a white concrete mass. I know that that's technically not our business. It's Santa Clara's business, but it's what I would say if it was in Sunnyvale. Yeah, absolutely. We concur. And I think just the the level of quality and design aesthetic that we've brought to the South and North buildings and, and our garages, will we're taking that same attention to detail here. Uh, even though it's in Santa Clara, we, we certainly agree. Yeah, sure. All right, thank you, Chair Pine. Uh, next, we have Commissioner Shukla. Hi, thank you for, thank you. For... Thank you for the presentation. Um, it's, uh, uh, it's It explains that how your design is really well thought out, preserving the uh, the green green area. I I have a question about the bike rack storage. So you even there you are consciously uh, like not increasing ground parking for your bikes, and you have this double storage in your site, and it's more. How how do the employees uh, take their bike up? Is that automatic? Or? Yeah, they'll they'll actually there's there's bike storage that's uh, located adjacent to the our amenity building, um, which is where there are lockers and showers. So um, very conveniently located for an employee, so they don't need to bring their bicycle you know into the building or upstairs. They're located directly adjacent to our fitness and amenity building, and employees can come in, can shower can get ready for their day and then and depart. So we've spent time with your professional staff locating that in a place that would made the most sense for, for a bicyclist. And so automatically it goes up like, so there are two, two. Oh, I'm, oh I'm, I should have clarified. The amenity building is a separate building on the, on the North uh, site. Yeah. Um, so it will just be at ground level. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I saw somewhere on your site plan that you had a bike storage in the, 
at the Steve, true level. Like, let me have Steve check on that. And yeah, and then, and then I had one more question: that on the Kaifer Road, all the trees are uh, the cypress. They are cypress trees. I think series of uh, even in your rendering, you show uh, some of them are like so dead. Maybe it's just the weather or something. Yes, the, the, so there are redwoods. Yeah. Um, the, Exactly. And then a London plane, I believe. Uh, so yeah, and those are, um, we obviously, you know, continue to to take care of those. I think with the severe drought, um, there have been some trees that have not, you know, made it. So the ones in the uh, public right of way and, you know, what we continue to be focused on those trees. Yeah, because that's, uh, that's the major focus on your rendering too. So I and those are redwoods, to... the big ones are the yeah, redwoods. Yeah, so those I hope, because I saw in Google map and, you know, like it just looked like very bad yeah. conditions. So probably yeah. please we'll make sure that, in, that during the construction you just. Absolutely. Yep. But thank you. Thank yeah. you. And just one other thing I wanted to clarify too, just to uh, maybe provide some ease to the commission is that we will uh, voluntarily and they will be conditions of approval. You know, we will have covenants as it relates to the access drive, the parking being built first. Um, and so those would be deed restricted. They would run with the land. So I just want to let you know, we are aligned with you in terms of the, you know, the considerations that you've raised this evening. So. You have a good eye. Um, so thank you. That was, that's actually, um, we're in the process right now of doing our fourth update uh, to these plans. So we continue to work with your professional staff and the departments. Th what the, the bike rack that you're looking at is actually being relocated to the amenity center. So I'm a, I'm one plan set ahead of you. So yeah, that won't be two level. It's being uh, located at the amenity center. So you're looking at our most current plans. We're yeah. just getting ready to submit another set. Okay. So yeah, we will we'll cover that. Okay. Yep. Because yeah. Yeah. No, good. Thank you. And also I like, um, I like your, um, uh, the lighting oh. under the bridge, over the bridge. And I hope it's, um, you even bring some innovation there because, um, I think that's the people will be going through. That's the only thing they will see. So I hope you can even bring some little bit more like art there, uh, you know, when the employees go away and then in the night. So if you yeah. can reconsider that, I would appreciate it. Yeah, that. absolutely. It'll be um, very, a very elegant bridge. Um, we do go back to the um, art commission here uh, shortly. So stay tuned there. But that bridge will be very elegant. And we recognize that that's an entry statement and an important view shed. And so, uh, and it's important to us. We share the same goal. Thank you. Sure. Thank you, Commissioner Shukla. Next, we have Commissioner Howe. Thank you. <clears throat> Comment and then a question for staff. Um, I was involved with the first plan, and I think that this improves the functionality of your project. And it shows that it all goes together and still sticks together very nicely. So I believe you've done a good job. Thank you. The question for staff is, uh, previously, in a previous life, I was on um, LAFCO, and some of these things would come up um, at LAFCO where you have two different jurisdictions. Um, one providing services or a service or a, a utility to another one, and it had to be approved by LAFCO or at least go before LAFCO. Does this have to go before LAFCO? Did you ask that question? Not to our knowledge. I mean, it's something we can just confirm, but um, you know, we, we've been working closely with city of Santa Clara and the county, mainly um, because these would be just areas that where they would be concerned with, but um, Really, the only thing that would be, um, you know, benefiting the Sunnyvale side is just the access back and forth. Exactly. Um, yes. That's what I was sort of asking, the access portion of it, because if right. a utility line runs over between uh, two different places, it has to be approved by LAFCO. And LAFCO is a separate agency from the county, mm -hmm. and it's a separate agency from the city of Santa Clara. You might just want to ask the question. Yes, we can. Thanks very much. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Commissioner Howe. Next, we have Commissioner Davis. Uh, yes, thank you. Uh, I really like the proposal. Um, having worked on campuses with multiple buildings, uh, I, I really love this bridge. Um, my experience when you have multiple buildings, if it's not nice to walk between them, you don't. <laughs> and they'll tell you to ride the shuttles and so on, and then you, you just don't. 
right? Um, and when you need to go to another building, you get in your car and go to it. So uh, I, I really love having this bridge there. Uh, it's also kind of staged as an entry to Sunnyvale. Um, I, that probably wasn't part of the planning, but it's a nice fortuitous aside. Uh, I like what I'm seeing. Uh, I, I think it's a good use of space. The The architecture is very thoughtfully done. Um, I think it'll be a nice place to work, which is probably what you're primarily looking for. Um, the one request I have in the future is, uh, I know you have property in both Santa Clara and Sunnyvale. I would love to see Intuitive Surgical Headquarters always have a Sunnyvale address. And that's it. Thank you. Thank you. And as you know, um, uh, Sunnyvale uh, has been uh, a part of Intuitive since uh, early on in its inception, and we are proud to uh, locate our headquarters and home here and, and uh, plan on doing that for a long, long time. Thank you very much. Thank, for, you. thank you for sharing, and thank you for your investment in Sunnyvale. Um, at this time, recording officer, do we have any other speaker cards, or are these the only two? We, we do not. Okay. Um, recording officer, at this time, do we have anyone online? Um, wishing to um, speak. We do. We have one hand raised from Jason Roberts. I'll go ahead and allow Jason the floor to speak. All right. Thank you. Uh, thank you for hearing me, uh, Commission. Uh, wonderful project. Uh, really uh, enjoy the design here um, and the pedestrian bridge. I wanted to just bring up one point for the intuitive folks, which is there's a, a wonderful um, uh, connection at 1020 Kaifa Road, uh, the immediately adjacent property uh, that is uh, sort of critical for connecting into the Lawrence Caltrain area by connecting up Kaifa and Sonora. Um, and it's uh, immediately adjacent across the road from this property. Um, it would be wonderful if any consideration could be done to uh, try to improve that connectivity uh, for members of the public, because I believe that is a publicly accessible um, uh, connection for the four folks who uh, who want to connect into Lawrence Caltrain from this area, and especially considering the uh, the growth that Sunnyvale uh, plans for the uh, Lawrence uh, area station, uh, uh, Sunnyvale and Santa Clara, obviously. Um, so just a thought that I want to bring uh, bring up and uh, and see if we could uh, any anything we could do to to improve the connectivity there uh, generally for for the public and for your company. Thank you for for your time. Thank you for your comments. Seeing no further um, hands raised online, if anyone wishes to speak, uh, now is the time to press star nine to indicate your interest. And seeing no further commissioner comments, um, if the if the applicant wanted to give a closing comment, that's fine. Sure, Eric Morley again. Uh, I just wanted to again thank this commission um, and the city. Uh, this has been a true partnership uh, over many many years. Uh, very much appreciate both the coordination and collaboration. I did want to thank the caller um, and just note for the commission that Intuitive, as, as part of that uh, 1020 project, uh, constructed uh, that public uh, pedestrian and bike path. We're excited to uh, both uh, develop, construct, and maintain the next leg of that uh, uh, from commercial that, that George had mentioned. So yeah, we're doing everything on our sites to be able to create, uh, maintain, and advance that connectivity. There'll be some pieces of that along the way on properties that we don't control, but we're setting the table so that uh, we can have really, really, really good high quality bike and pedestrian connectivity, both on and off Kiefer um, uh, through the project. So thank you again, uh, and very much appreciate your, uh, your consideration this evening. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, at this time, I want to just extend uh, thanks to everyone who attended and contributed. Uh, I want to remind everyone that we have the regularly scheduled uh, planning commission that will be starting in, two, in one minute at 7 p.m. And now at 6.59 p.m., I'm adjourning this study session.
Good evening. Let's call to order the Planning Commission meeting of July 24th, 2023 at 7 o'clock p.m. Before we get started, I'd like to remind participants of some procedural items for this meeting. During the meeting, remote participants will remain muted when not speaking. If remote participants have a question or comment, please use the raise hand feature. Speakers will be called upon to speak one at a time, and a random order voice vote will be administered by the recording officer for each vote. Members of the public may participate in person, online, or by telephone to provide public comment. Please submit a speaker card to the recording officer in person or use the raise hand feature online to request to speak. That's star nine on telephone. Location and teleconference meeting details are available on the agenda. Captions are available to viewers accessing this meeting via Zoom. Captions can be displayed or hidden using the live transcript button. Comments on matters not on the agenda must be submitted prior to the time I call the item for oral communications. Comments on agenda items must be submitted prior to the time I close the public hearing on the agenda item. Speakers are requested to keep their comments no more than three minutes and time limits will be strictly enforced. Guidelines are posted on the city's website and on the meeting agenda. Please join me in the salute to the flag. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Recording officer, may we please have the roll call? Commissioner Cerrone. Present. Commissioner Shukla. Present. Commissioner Davis. Present. Vice Chair Iglesias. Present. Commissioner Howe. Present. Chair Pine. Present. We have six commissioners present and Commissioner Howard's absence is excused. Thank you. That brings us to oral communications. Members of the public will now have an opportunity to address the Planning Commission on topics not listed on tonight's agenda. This section is limited to 15 minutes and may be extended or continued after the public hearings general business section of the agenda. Individuals are limited to one appearance with a maximum of up to three minutes per speaker. As a reminder to the public, please submit a speaker card to the recording officer, raise your digital hand now, or dial star nine on a telephone if you wish to address the planning commission. I will call upon members of the public participating in person first, then the recording officer will ask remote participants to unmute their microphone when it's their turn to address the planning commission. Speakers will have three minutes to speak and the time will be displayed on the screen. I have no speaker cards. Is anybody in person interested in speaking under oral communications before we hear from remote speakers? If not, recording officer, do we have any remote participants wishing to speak on this item? We do not, Chair. Thank you. I will go ahead and close oral communications, and I will proceed with the consent calendar and go ahead and open public comment on consent calendar items. Members of the public wishing to address the Planning Commission, please submit a speaker card to the recording officer. Use the raise hand feature now or dial star nine on telephone to indicate that you wish to speak. I will call upon members of the public participating in person first, then the recording officer ask remote participants to unmute their microphone when it is their turn to address the planning commission. Speakers will have three minutes to speak and the timer will be displayed on the screen. I have no speaker cards. Is anyone interested in speaking on a consent calendar item? Seeing none. Recording officer, do we have any remote participants wishing to speak on this item? Not at this time, Chair. Thank you. I will now ask for a motion from my colleagues. Uh, Commissioner Howe. I move the consent calendar as written. Thank you. Vice Chair Glacius. Second. Thank you. Recording officer, please conduct a roll call vote. Chair Pine. Yes. Commissioner Cerrone. Yes. Commissioner Howe. Yes. Commissioner Davis. Yes. Commissioner Shukla. Yes. Vice Chair Glacius. Yes. The motion passes with six yeses and Commissioner Howard with an excused absence. Thank you. Uh, standing item consideration of potential study issues. This is information only. We have one current proposed study issue. Uh, Non-agenda items and comments. Commissioner comments. Uh, Commissioner Howe is brief. I'm sorry, I didn't take my raised hand down. Figured I'd check. Uh, I see no commissioner comments. Uh, that brings us to staff comments. Uh, Act, acting planning officer, do you have any non-agenda items or comments? Thank, thank you, Chair. Uh, yes, just a few announcements. One is the um, just a reminder about applications for board and commission. Uh, those are due August 3rd at 4 p.m. So we, we 
currently have a vacancy for Board of Library Trustees, two for the HPC, the Heritage Preservation Commission, one for Housing and Human Services, and one for the Personnel Board. Um, other announcement is tomorrow we have the uh, the city council hearing and we're going to be looking at the air quality noise and environmental justice we, we had just looked at those a, a couple weeks ago, so those will be going for um, consideration tomorrow. On August 8th uh, for that city council meeting we'll be having a study session on the village Center master plan. And um, we will also be taking the, uh, the downtown specific plan amendment that was heard a couple weeks ago for block 18 that was to increase the office and, and building heights that'll be going to the council for their consideration on august 8th um, and then just a couple of more announcements uh, the chair and vice chair training is scheduled for uh, tuesday uh, august 22nd at 5 30 so if there's any any refresher needed it's uh, going to be happening then in person in here in the bay conference room or also on zoom and lastly, there's uh, just just ongoing. Uh, the, there's a DPS provided training regarding the council chambers and big conference room security. Uh, we'll have a session on Tuesday, September 26, and that will happen from six to seven p.m. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, with that, uh, that brings us to adjournment. Uh, this meeting is adjourned at 7:06 p.m. And I'd like to thank everyone for your participation in tonight's meeting.